You are listening to What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Alright, welcome back to episode 87. Jesus, can't believe we're almost to 90. Of What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Today we'll be reviewing Returning Living Dead, Rave from the Rave to the Grave from 2005 and Survival of the Dead from 2009. Since it's my turn to go first, we'll be going with again Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave from 2005. Basically, this opens up with Charles Garrison arriving to try to sell some canisters of these dead zombies, or undead zombies, rather. And he tries to sell them, and something bad happens, and he ends up getting killed in the process. So there's that, and then his nephew gets told about his uncle's death, and he ends up finding the extra canisters hidden away in his uncle's house. So he ends up asking his friend Cody, who's like a science nerd, to look at these liquid or these canisters, and he takes the liquid that comes out of this thing, and they discover from his, from the nephew's, uh, yeah, the nephew's named Jeremy, by the way. Or no, that's not Jeremy. Jeremy is the fucking boyfriend, or brother to the girlfriend of the main character. Anyways, the nephew, he, and a bunch of his friends end up finding out that this chemical makes you trip balls. But the thing that they don't know is that it also makes you turn into a zombie eventually. So they end up making a bunch of money unbeknownst to the nephew and his girlfriend. So they end up finding out and they end up finding out that after taking away all the uh, pills and stuff, they end up finding out that Cody and Jeremy didn't give them all the pills. And a whole bunch of shit happens at this giant rave that they we're talking about from like the beginning of the film and all chaos goes and they end up killing a bunch of their own friends and a bunch of other stuff and then the military steps in and blows the freaking rave to shit pretty much and the only survivors is the girlfriend the nephew and one of these like these uh these uh special agents or whatever i forget what they're called but uh yeah and towards the end you get this like sludgy zombie who you see a few times in the movie he ends up standing there with a sign saying something i can't remember but um and then you hear him saying brains like he did in the first movie and that's basically the movie i didn't give a lot away but when it comes to rotten tomato themselves they didn't give a score this one but the audience score was 16 percent this movie had a 75 percent from google I couldn't find a budget or box office. I think it's because this movie was a made-for-TV movie, which is weird, and I'll show you, tell you why I think that's a little weird. Now, when it comes to my overthoughts, the likes that I have about this movie, the story matched with the rest of the films, except for the third one. The third one was more serious. All the other ones were clearly zombie comedies. I like the amount of blood, so I did give this one a four on blood. We did get plenty of titties in this movie. I mean, every damn near every scene had a tit or two in it, which clearly we loved. The part where Cody goes through all the trouble to save his girlfriend and ends up getting killed by a zombie, but then she ends up getting killed anyways. So Cody's rescue was a huge waste of time, which I found funny as hell. Like, he went through all that to get killed, and then his girlfriend ends up getting killed in the end anyways. Now, when it came to my dislikes... Not much for gore, 
what we do get is kind of fake looking as hell, so I kind of notched it down. So I gave the gore a 2.5. The gore just didn't match up with the rest of the films. I mean, it looked more fake than the rest of the films, even the first one. The only thing I, the only other thing that I didn't care for was the B-movie feel of this movie, but certain parts of the movie just oddly enough didn't feel like a B-movie, like especially like towards the action parts and stuff like that. I don't know how to really explain it, but overall rating for this one, 4.7 skulls rating for me. What about you, Tim? Yeah, there were Interpol agents, um, and it was Braver Bust was on the sign for the thing at the end. Oh, yeah. I can remember. Uh, but, yeah. And, yeah, they got screwed over pretty bad by military dropping a bomb. All right, I'll start off with a couple of little pet peeves. Let me get them out of the way. Like you were saying, like the B-movie, what I really felt it like that last scene after the bomb. It should have been charred everywhere. There was no charring. Just eventually when they walk out, I see a couple burnt pieces of furniture. The zombies weren't even burned or even really dismembered all the hell. When I stood over the hole, the stage they were on to look in the hole was wobbling. So it's like, there was a few things toward the end. It's like, ah, that's kind of irritating. But I liked the, the storyline was kind of unique, twisted, kind of comedy-ish, but not really because there's still a lot of blood, blood, a lot of blood in this movie. Yeah, you got a lot of titties on, though you did. Um, as far as the gore, yeah, gore was a little bit, but the, I will give it this. There wasn't a lot of CGI gore, so that's a bonus, but yet the gore that was done could have been done better. Um, so I, I went a little higher with the gore. I went with a three on the gore, but I would say it was a good, solid four point four uh, between a four and a 4.5 on the blood, because it was a considerable amount of blood whenever something got, something got attacked. And one other pet peeve, when they bite into a zombie's head and they're searching for brains, don't stop at just a bone and just have it in your mouth for five minutes. Have some brains come out, you know? You're going for brains here. You're not going for skull. So that that was a, another one. Otherwise, I like the story. I, I The um, one guy who went after his girlfriend to try and save her and then they saves her and then she dies too. I mean, that was just like, he could have saved himself easily. Just, you know, at least one of them would have lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was... That was really bad. And the brother, too, the brother situation, uh, the the DJ, brother, mm-hmm. the main character's uh, girlfriend, he was, uh, he's an interesting zombie. That's what I'll say about it. Plus, he fought really well for a zombie, like kung fu fighting almost for a zombie. I, I didn't expect that. But anyhow, yeah, overall rating on this is a, a 4.5 skull rating because it was, hey, maybe not the best, but it was definitely a good watch. Oh, yeah, I like this one over the other one because there was one that, game before this one where you see the main character in this one plus his friend cody is in the movie too and in that one they're in high school but this one they're clearly in college that was them okay i was thinking it but i was like i maybe they just look a lot alike okay good to know yeah because in the one before this one they fought like his parents that he thought were dead and then of course his little brother ends up getting killed in the movie too his brother had like a thing for fire or some shit he made like a blowtorch fucking device in the movie which is pretty cool for like a kid he's like 10 years old or something i thought that was pretty cool who knows maybe we'll review that too but anyways enough for that movie i think we'll move along with tim's movie which again is survival of the dead from 2009 take it away tim national guard agent nicotine crockett um desserts supposed to rob some uh people in the film off the coast of delaware um 
at the same time is Plum Island, and there's two feuding Irish families, Flynn's and Muldoon's, uh, formerly led by Patrick O'Flynn, uh, round up a posse to kill the undead on the island to try and save them, make them help, uh, you know, save everybody. Well, O'Flynn learns of the Muldoon's from the niece, from the other guy's niece, and he is, she talks him into not killing him, killing O'Flynn, but I mean, Talks him into not killing him from the Muldoon's killing him, but then they um expelling him off the island, you know, sending him off in a boat, and a few people go with him. Oh, he starts off, and they um, you know, that same National Guard unit comes over and tries to uh tries to get off to go to this island because you see his little he does like an infomercial about the island being a safe place to go, and you have to go to the dock. Well, the dock's a trap, he robs everybody that goes there. The guy's kind of a crook. Well, they get in a big firefight and everything. There's a bunch of zombies around. The place is lined with TNT, so they can't leave. So they wind up swimming across a zombie-infested um, water. Two of them get over there. They bring this uh, ferry back that still has fuel in it, and they drive a, the uh, truck onto the ferry, which has over a million dollars in it, by the way. And at this point, apparently, they weren't the zombies hadn't like killed the economy completely. So ah, they get over there and stuff and everything. And the only one that survives this is uh o'flynn actually uh goes over and uh gets it to the barge uh the uh ferry and uh winds up getting saved by the girl one of the ones that made it across but during all this one, one of the one of the guys the other one that swam over that was piloting the uh ship he actually didn't get bit but he bit the finger off one of the zombies but unfortunately it was infecting him you could tell well he sees his daughter janet uh ride a horse on a horse when he gets to the island when they and a bunch of chained up zombies like doing mundane things like delivering the same mail package over and over and over again on a, on a short chain because the other guy didn't want to kill him. So he saw his daughter horses. This daughter is undead, but still functional enough to ride a horse um, and not injure the horse or any of the way she had performed. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, he asked Tomboy, which is the girl, to shoot him. The guy does before he turns. But when he shoots him, he draws out some of the. Uh, Muldoons and they actually take off, take her with them. They ambush her and take her with them. Uh, uh, Patrick actually saw the later sees them taking her, so knows what happened to her, but doesn't really know what happened to the guy who got turned, was turning. Doesn't realize he's dead, so he thinks they take he took them both. Well, they go over there, they try to get the get the Muldoons. Of course, uh, Patrick really wants to kill him. They wind up finding he his other daughter. Um, it wasn't actually Janet that. Uh, it was Janet's twin sister, Jane, that was actually on a horse. Janet actually was still alive. You couldn't tell him apart, especially in a zombified state. So it was actually the daughter he was looking for that's more like him. And she's pretty tough. And she's the one that turned him in, which he finds out. They keep fighting this whole thing. And this is uh, this is literally like Family Feud 101 is all this is about. And somehow with a military bunch in the middle and undead zombies that are getting free and it's just one, they release some of the zombies to try and help, and they actually get eaten themselves by them. Have one guy that tries to flip over that was in love with the girl, the undead girl. Uh, they actually almost had a truce. If your daughter would, was locked in a pen with a horse, and if she'd eat the horse instead and can be trained to eat someone other, something other than humans. Because this one here was not so much brains they were after, just flesh. So it was a little bit different. And lots of gunfire back and forth. Um, in the end, uh, he see the one daughter that's already turned does what she was supposed to do and eats the horse. The other daughter goes to tell everybody and gets shot in the head by her dad. So that was another one was for not you know, all this for not. She was actually trying to tell them, oh, there is hope. Oh, never mind. I just got shot in the head. It's all over. 
And because of his injuries, he died as well later. And that's just a couple survivors off an entire island. And insanity of two family feuds being a huge thing and uh, different ways of looking things because the Muldoons wanted to keep their uh, loved ones. But they were actually shooting them by the time they got back to the island. They were actually shooting some of these undead and killing anybody that came onto the island that um, Patrick had sent over. So it's like they became really, really kind of not good people in the first place after all of that. It's just watching the collapse of society is what it was, and even in a controlled environment. Now, there are some lot, lots of thoughts on this film. Lando touched on a few of them on the last one, but we'll get into it a little deeper on this one. Uh, take it away, Lando. What do we got for uh, stats on this thing? Well, Rotten Tomato gave this one a 29% with an audience score of 20. Google gave it a good 70%. This movie had a budget of $4 million, but only made a little over $380,000, unfortunately. I still can't believe this movie costed $4 million. Doesn't seem like it. All right. When it comes to my likes, I mean, it's a Romero movie. So, of course, it would be the first on my list <laughs> of likes. Um, I did like the story of people living and fighting on an island who end up also having to fight off zombies like the other films. The story of one guy thinking that zombies aren't really dead and will return to normal someday. And then the other, of course, knowing that that's not true and the only way to get rid of them is to kill them so you got that um i also gave this one a four on blood and i did give this one a little bit better on the gore since it looked better so i'll give the gore a four as well the only dislikes i really had was i couldn't find much to complain about this film other than it did drag on at first but it does get better did have that b-movie kind of feel without it actually being a b-movie i mean it's million dollars that's not b movie material i mean maybe for a movie but maybe not really uh the ending kind of sucks so with that being said i gave this movie a 3.7 skulls rating what about you tim yeah the cg the cgi in this for a little bit of the blood was one of the things that we talked about before it wasn't done terribly in this it wasn't terrible but it was definitely a little bit a little bit of cgi um and as far as the uh blood and gore this is much better like the gore one of the things coming back to normal or coming back to life when you have holes in your body and in your head and everywhere the side which is kind of weird too a lot of them have holes in their head but yet they're not they came back to life when if the brain brain is damaged I, I was a little confused on that but uh the the makeup on them was pretty damn good too i actually like this quite a bit the storyline was different i like the fact they went after flesh and weren't just running around brains 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 felt didn't feel like a full-on comedy like the other one that mm-hmm. actually helped me a little um then when you get into it the ending yeah the ending uh it's kind of hoping the guy would at least live and then try to live with his guilt when he realized i was kind of thinking that's what we're doing but never happened so uh, as far as scoring four and four yes because it's i don't know the blood was a little less believable than the other movie but it's still solid uh, and then that one couple little CGI moments were kind of a little uh, like the splatter effects. And then they had the um, the gore was a lot better. It actually felt like real gore a lot of times in this movie. So it's pretty good. I mean, even get it, even when they shoot each other, it looked like real gunshots and real gunshot wounds. They use the whole like proper like little mini explosion, like blood splatter things going on. It looked realistic. It really brought me in overall on this. I did give this also a four on that. It was not as good as the other one because that, like you said, it's kind of drawn out and kind of 
too controlled and then it when it was controlled it really wasn't controlled so it was like made very little sense in a little bit of a way like they were focused so hard and doing so good at ranching like these zombies yet then in the end it lost all control so simply and so easily it's like you guys have been working on this for six months you should have had this figured out but whatever uh yeah four on that too four overall skull rating on this i actually didn't mind the movie i liked them both i think like you said you have a legendary director behind this so yeah well i think that'll be it for this episode so if you got any movie suggestions as always you can email us at what podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on our twitter that's what podcast all one word we also still are looking for people to jump in our discord but anyways as always i've been your host lando and i've been tim and we are the fuck out of here you were listening to what in the whore see you next time <laughs>